All right, let's try that again. Hello, this is Lexi Monzelio and... Lawrence. <laughs> Just Lawrence. Just Lawrence. <laughs> okay. And we are coming to you from under the Bogan Villa. That sounds not nice, right? Thanks. <laughs> okay, so context for this is we've had a little bit of a rough time lately. I mean, I feel like everyone's had a rough time for some, for two years now. And I mean, obviously everyone has different phases in life. So for some reason, the last few weeks have just felt harder. And I think it, I think it isn't, it's like related to the fact that we feel disconnected from the way society works and obviously that's the whole premise of this podcast so i think it's all in line with this new worldview that yeah. makes yeah it makes it like harder to constantly look at the wealth gap and the injustice in the world and kind of the reality of we're still in it and we're not at the dream yet is like sinking in yeah and every day you have to kind of remind yourself of where we want to go to but we're here now and you have to Mm. work through those tough times and yeah i mean if i think about the week past few weeks like it's been good in a way i've been working hard menu training getting some cool new dishes out but you've been working really (laughs) considering how lazy i was last year (laughs) (laughs) um and that's been good but it, it's also when you're working in an industry like hospitality in South Africa you know you really see how how damaged this country is and how unfair the, the world that we live in is because you know you, you're working with people that live in Alex and in Timbisa and, and in town and in places that it's like a, a completely different life to what what we are even aware of and anyway I mean often it's easy for us to to dis- disconnect from that and I think some of that reconnection has been quite tough especially now when we really just feel like community and like sharing of wealth and and resources is so <laughs> why are we not doing that anyway okay I digress <laughs> so we've had a tough time and Sometimes it really feels like, what the fuck? Why are we doing this? <laughs> yeah, the perfect balance between uh, I'm happy to be here and what the actual fuck. And like, we have one life, but it's like, it's just so shit. <laughs> Not so shit, obviously. Things could definitely be worse, but yeah, I mean, yeah, we can carry on. Let's stop complaining now. So the point is, it's it's in these moments and in these times where it really is the hardest to to take any kind of step in any direction but especially mm-hmm. forward yeah and um but that's why we're here that's to remind here. ourselves <laughs> that those steps are the the necessary steps yeah and and i think s- sort of a few learnings that we've had over the past few days is like the simple act of taking a few breaths in or setting some intentions at the beginning of the day or starting your day with movement or yoga like can often settle those things 
into a space where you're able to take the next step, even though you really feel beat the fuck down. Mm. So that was, I'm still digressing. <laughs> um, so yeah, we, we're here to talk about, about baby steps, about small steps and yeah. about how often the, the biggest things that you achieve in life happen really, really slowly mm. and over a lot of time. Which is a brilliant segue <laughs> into the idea or misconception of overnight success. Exactly. And how people have this skewed view of looking at another person and actually idealizing their situation mm. um, and thinking, oh, they made it, they're there. And that's where perspective matters. Yeah, I mean, sorry to interject, especially in that situation, the person that you're idolizing is very likely feeling the same way you are about their lives. It's just a matter of perspective. Mm -hmm. So they still have pressures and like pains and traumas that they're carrying. And they also have goals that they're setting that they're maybe not achieving or working towards or stressing about. I mean, like, you know, they say never meet your heroes because it's true. Everyone is just a human being struggling through the same shit. So... And I mean, now this is like kind of a segue into a, a next, another topic, but... Um, no, but I think what I wanted to say is people have often, especially when, when I, like wherever we go, like when you're climbing or in a restaurant and someone recognizes you, the way they interact with you is always what they ever they see. If the Instagram page looks like things are normal then they expect things are good and they think everything's fine and especially all my friends as well they're like oh Lexi has another restaurant or whatever whatever, <laughs> whatever. things are good things are good right but they don't know the backstory. yeah 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 and that's obviously I mean for me that's a big part of why we're doing this is to also drop the curtain and just say I mean when I'm not a I'm not really like a hot shot, right? I'm not a celebrity or like... In my books, you are, babe. Uh, a, 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 you know, whatever. Anyone anyone fancy. You're but, my um, celebrity. There are, there are people that think that everything's cool and that, you know, I'm Lexi from Lexi's and I have four, four restaurants and a lot of staff and everything's rad and famous brands just bought us and we're fucking styling. But it's, you know, we're probably going through the toughest three months that we've been through as a business. And not because of famous brands at all. They've been, they've actually been fucking fantastic. Mm. But because we're still recovering from two years of damage and two years of fuck show, fucking shit, cluster bullshit, dumpster, truck fire shit show. (laughs) It's been so bad. And people think, people think it's, anyway, fuck it, I'm going off on a tangent again. But, um... The point is, it's been tough and you don't share that with people. And what they don't realize is that you're slugging it out in the trenches in a different way, in a different place, in a different life, but you're still there. You're still struggling to take the next step and you're still yeah. also dealing with, with whatever relationships and trying to manage your life and get to see friends and like... Renewing your driver's license. Renewing your driver's license. <laughs> and trying to find yourself and, and be active and wholesome and eat healthy and do all the things. And it's, it's not it's not easy. Like My misperception has been sometimes that things are easy for other people. Mm. 
but it's not it's about the habits that they've formed and the life that they've created and all the small steps that they've been persistent in taking not knowing that they were going to become you know yeah. like if i think about robin and devon from switch playground they those two are my fitness heroes man <laughs> they are so active and it's they are shredded and beautiful both of them but not like you can see they they love moving their bodies yeah it's like this and they didn't i'm telling you they weren't born like that no one's born like that <laughs> and who knows maybe they had look maybe they were sporty in school and it was their whole lives but maybe like i didn't do any sports until i left school and now i'm doing yoga we're going off on a tangent we're going on such a tangent here <laughs> but the point is what was the point uh, the point is that you look at these people and i just assume it's easy for them to mm. exercise every day and eat healthy but i'm sure they also sometimes get up and they're like i don't want to fucking go to the gym today it's cold and i want to snuggle and i have a hangover or or i'm tired or if you I guys are listening to. to this are you okay <laughs> just let us know we're concerned <laughs> no we're not no one is okay <laughs> no, no we're, everyone's fine. <laughs> um okay so so the perception of overnight success i think is a big thing and obviously people talk about it and people talk about the fact that you know no an overnight success is years of years in the making mm. and, and and people say these things but you also don't like i'm going to give an example my my hero i watched um chef's table episode with christina tosi the pastry chef from milk bar in new york and i knew of this she was actually one of my first she she's probably the reason i she's after that episode i went and mapped out lexis like literally the next the, that evening i finished watching that christina tosi episode and I was like, i'm doing that i'm doing that with vegan food it's happening it's That's so happening cool. very slow it's happening very slow <laughs> i'm trying it's happening. um but that 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 show really shed so much light onto her journey like i thought david chang this hotshot uh, chef restaurateur in new york found this chick they opened milk bar together and they, overnight they were she was this massive person mm. amazing she changed the world she invented cereal milk i mean fuck's sake that's like life changing well not she What's took cereal, cereal milk, milk? you know this milk that's left over from your cereal yes it tastes delicious yes, it like does. with complex and honey and yes, shit yes it does she put that in all of her ice creams and desserts and shit and people went crazy oh, milk that's... bar cereal milk she had milk soft serve cereal milk soft serve oh, delicious goodness can't eat it now because we will die you will die too much dairy i will die but um anyway she spent 10 years working in the kitchens in new york and obviously not always as a like a runner or a sculler or whatever she started off in the junior pastry thing worked up worked, worked at some good restaurants but she was like slogging it out in the fucking slums with the rest of them and she just carried on and carried on and carried on and actually when she met david she was she wasn't even working as a chef anymore she was like consulting to restaurants to get their health and safety in order because she'd given up basically not given up but she was just like i need a break this yeah. is shit and then david convinced her to make a dessert for their like staff meal or something and she came with this crack pie which was like basically flour eggs and sugar but she i don't know she, this chick is mad she's wonderful <laughs> and they went apeshit and then she started making desserts for their 
like just for the staff dinner for uh, whatever um for the staff meal so not even in the restaurant and then they may then they put one on the re- one i think the cereal milk panna cotta or matcha something something on the on the menu and then he said okay oh no yeah and then she bought the cereal milk dessert and he was like this we need to sell to people this is the thing and mm. they put it together i mean that is like you know the fact that she was there working still and pushing through her her dark space she was still in the restaurant game kind of staying around and when he asked her to start cooking for the team she did it and she put her fucking best into it she stayed mm-hmm. up like and she worked to the day baked at night and took it the next day so i mean she worked late and long yeah. and that and she made those she put her heart and soul into that shit and that's what got them to notice her mm-hmm. and that's it's it's not she didn't wake up at 20 and go i'm gonna become milk bar you know, she woke yeah. up and went, hey, I, I want to, I want to bake delicious things. Mm. And she went and pursued that. And that's another thing that people make a big mistake doing. They go, I want to be um, rich. Yeah, I want to be rich. <laughs> okay. That's a bad example. Because everyone, <laughs> that's a bad example. I feel like, like, okay, I want to be shredded. I want to okay. be shredded. Where can I find a three week program to get shredded tomorrow? Yeah. Six or weeks to weeks. shred. And that's like, it's like that with your career like people want to become they want to change careers and become a wedding photographer whatever i don't know but they expect there to be one day all of a sudden where you're like okay today's the day i have all the money i'm gonna do all the things i have all the same like today's the day i'm gonna do it (laughs) instead of saying okay what's the first thing that i can do i can go and buy a camera and maybe ask my friends to take some photos of them in the fucking park or whatever Mm -hmm. like no one's taking those first steps, exploring it, figuring out what they're good at, showing people what they're doing, moving forward. I mean, like, that's how it happens. Yeah. Okay, so let's just check these notes and see where on earth we are. <laughs> Perception of overnight <laughs> success, yeah. Okay, and then now, oh, like another great segue, how we measure our success. Before we get to how yes. we measure our success, when people look at successful people, whatever we're gonna get to how we measure that success but in in society's view currently of successful people they either have two things to say it's um overnight success or they they got lucky yes like oh Um, they were born into it okay but that is sometimes you are just born into it yes i mean but it comes with its own problems man people think it's all so this perception of luck, and, and this I want to talk about just because I had that question at work, is do you believe in luck? Mm. And it reminded me of a YouTube video. I I have no idea how I got to it, but it was of this guy outside of a baseball stadium. And in the video, he caught like five game balls or something. And everyone thought he was so lucky. But reading through when they interviewed this guy, he was at every single game outside of the stadium trying to catch the ball. So he didn't just get lucky. He was there. He showed up. He created the environment for himself to be, mm. quote unquote, lucky. I mean, you probably watch balls go out the stadium, figure out which way they're going. Yeah, the most. Exactly. I mean, like the, the, but, and those things matter. I also, you always talk about Jeff Bezos and um, Amazon. Oh, I mean, it's a similar thing to... Christina Tosi or two, like, you know, any of these people that you hear 10 years, 10 years, 20 mm-hmm. years, they worked, they worked, they worked, and then they got the break. But people still talk about it as if it's like, <laughs> they still like, yeah, yeah, but he's still like, 
he got lucky in the end. But no, it's you don't know what goes into the journey and how they get there. And Gary V as well. He's a massive personality. Yeah. I think the whole fucking world knows who Gary V is. Yeah, that's crazy. And he posted his first thing of content at what did J- uh, what did Brett say? Forty two. 32. 32 or something, yeah. 32. That's like, that's my age. Yeah. And he is now, and he was no one, and now he's someone. Yeah. And people just think it's like, but he's 32, he spent a long time of his life not being that person. Yeah. And people just assume it's like, Gary V was Gary V his whole life. He wasn't. I actually watched a cool story of him about this exact topic, because he always talks about people seeing him as being very famous very quickly and he's in in the story he said he's always so surprised when fitness enthusiasts come to him and tell him like what is what is your secret steps like what do his steps I take where they should know better than anyone <laughs> that you <laughs> have to show yeah. every single day um, yeah no that's it is and and you know what like it's also people expect the, that their journeys were easy, I guess, as well. Mm-hmm. Like, you might get to a point in your pursuit of something where you're like, well, this is too fucking hard. I'm going to give up. Yeah. But, and whip, Whiplash, that movie we watched oh, the other night goodness. as well. I told like, everyone at work about it. The greats don't, they just don't give up. So you can't give up and then be like, oh, I didn't get lucky. No, you yeah. gave up. And you, and you don't have to be in the pursuit of great in order to like do these things you also if you want to have like a little place by yourself somewhere yeah take the small steps towards that that's your goal yeah and it's your goal might not even be a lifestyle it might be to lose five kilograms whatever it is small goals big goals i mean yeah so um that actually brings us to how you measure your success Mm -hmm. so i think like as a woman, it's probably the first thing that we like would talk about is every woman thinks of any other woman is beautiful and attractive and is skinnier or this or that or has better hair. Can I'm ge- I am generalizing, but I, but I hear, have spoken yeah. to many women. I feel this way, so I'm just gonna say, and me too. So it's not like I'm being condescending. Um, but you don't like. There's zero acceptance or kind of appreciation for what you have and if you just stopped even for a moment to measure and you shouldn't do this this is the whole point but if you did stop to measure all the good things about yourself and all the bad or whatever and look at someone that you envy and add up all the good and the bad you might actually find that you you actually feel like you're happy with yourself but you're so busy concentrating on one thing and like going her hair is better than mine and that's shit. Mm. And I know it's like a superficial example, and we're starting off with that. We're going to get more <laughs> intense now. But it's like, it's a very easy to relate to example. Like, I'm the worst person because I hate my hair. I hate my hair. I hate the color. I hate the way it fucking dries. I hate the fact that it doesn't get long. It looks bad. I just hate my hair. Yeah, we've confirmed it. You are mad. Yeah, but, but I'll look at I don't think I've ever met another girl where I'm like, your hair's not as good as mine everyone else i'm like everyone else's is better whether it's curly or straight or long or red or fucking what it's anyone else is better than mine because i just hate it so much and that's like it's so stupid 
Because there are so many girls that probably say, oh, but you're here. Like, it's such a silly thing to even think about comparing. You have one life on planet Earth. You should stop bothering with what everyone else is doing. Because mm. it's really making us all miserable. <laughs> it really is. Like, just leave it alone. They're doing them, you do you. And as soon as... Okay, this is... I'm going to elaborate more on that later. Um, so measuring success, relationships... Relationship to, oh, your goals and progress. That's you. You should talk about that. Goals and progress. Like goals versus like enjoying the journey, sort of. Oh, enjoying okay. the journey. Like when you work. Okay, what you're doing now with with some um, climbing. You wanna. Yes. You wanna climb a seven B plus before the end of the year. Yes. Which is a a hard boulder which is a short anyway you guys can look it up yeah hard is also like relative to how good you are in climbing yeah yeah, so. yeah it's tough like I can't would never not this year I don't think I could do that I mean I'll try but you obviously you've got time so there's not that much pressure right now but what I've seen is you're like celebrating the journey as you go along and the goals that you reach the small oh, yeah. progresses yeah as soon as you stop looking at the goal itself and stop and start looking at where was I yesterday, where am I today, it becomes a lot easier to keep doing it because that's your only metric. You're like, yesterday, today, cool, progress. Exactly. And some days there won't be progress, which is also fine. Um, but also to get there, I also know that I need to push myself into that direction. Yeah. So the progress also comes from, okay, I know that I need to be disciplined for this week to do X, Y, Z, for example, do a certain amount of pull-ups and then next week it'll be easier or... Yeah, well, you have to push. You can't just do the same thing every day. Exactly. And that's, I mean, obviously there is a balance between pushing too hard Mm -hmm. and creating like an unnecessary pressured environment and um, becoming complacent because you're just kind of lazy and you don't want to carry on yeah so I think and you know like you know yourself man people can lie to you can lie to yourself but you know you can do more than what you're doing I know I can do more than what I'm doing I'm just and uh, but you know what yesterday Okay, not actually yesterday. <laughs> yesterday was quite good. But last year, today, if I think back, a year ago, on this day. Yes. I'm in a much better place. Yeah. Never mind that I've lost like four kilograms. Like, not that, I mean, I swear I lose weight on my forehead. Because where did it, where did it go? I don't understand. You where are crazy. You are crazy. But anyway, um, so there's like the weight loss is cool. But I didn't, I didn't set out to go. I want to lose five kilograms. I said, okay, I want to be healthier and fitter and feel comfortable in my body. Mm. That was the goal. And as soon as you focus also on like, that's like a, a system, right? No, that's not a system. I'm not trying to be too um, Ryan Holiday with his cool podcast about the 1%. Oh, yeah. but, um, Can I interject here? Yes, please, because I'm going off. Do you, do you remember when we started that whole eating plan and this healthier choices and the smaller steps for your diet that was like October last year yeah that's true and every single month was a struggle every single month it didn't because we didn't have this mindset that we have now yeah we didn't like think we were getting anywhere 
and all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden overnight, you're like way further than you thought you'd yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, and it did. It was like that. It was like you lay the foundation for so long. And it's very, it's demotivating. It's hard mm. when you're not seeing results, but you got to just believe and carry on because what the fuck else are you going to do as well? <laughs> you're just going to stop. You have one life. You can't just stop. <laughs> like, fuck it. Yo, when else are you going to do it? You Come can't. On. Like, I even, every day I'm like, fuck it. There's one life on earth. Why am I waking up at seven? You know, wake up at five. Yeah. <laughs> Capitalize on my days. And like, why am I worrying about what I'm wearing to the fucking park? Like, who cares? You know? When my, when my family asked me why am I growing my hair long, I'm like, I've always wanted to. When else am I going to do it? Yeah. There's not another, and another who chance. who cares? Like, okay, I'm not going to go get, like, a tattoo on my face. But I don't care anymore what people think. Because you really... Like, if, if you look at also if we want to be comparative, which we shouldn't, but I'm just going to say this as like a general statement. If you look at the greats, they're all a little bit fucking nuts. <laughs> they are. Yeah. And they all don't really care what anyone thinks of them. Because if you want to do anything that's different to what anyone else is doing, you can't care because they're all going to tell you you're an asshole or that you're doing it wrong or that you're fucking, you're not good enough. Like, look at the restaurant. All the vegans hate me. <laughs> No, they do. They like miserable, and they go rather support Doppio Zero, and they okay. I know Doppio Zero is not part. Woo! I don't know what I can say and what I can't say anymore. Okay, what well, they rather go support any other restaurant that has one or two vegan options, just because they have two vegan options, mm. and then come support us because they have a problem with the fact that I have one burger on the menu. Yeah, that's that true. helps a lot of other people eat lots of veggies. Fucking saves lives, but who cares? Anyway, I should stop complaining about my job. Um, so, that's a good uh, sort of good segue. Don't wait until you're ready. I have a good example covered. of this. Yeah. We wanted to disassemble the bed last night and we didn't have the right tools, but we had like tongues to do it. And I so easily in my mind said to myself, oh, we don't have the right tool. We can't do it now. Not ready, <laughs> but with the tongue, it was just also actually very easy. But um, I could have just as well done it, yeah. And I shouldn't have waited. And now that we didn't wait, it's, yeah, we did it. It's such a burden off of my like mental, mental to, list of to do things, you know. To give you guys some context, because this is also actually a step that we've taken, which I'm quite proud of. Mm. Is last night um, we disassembled the spare room bed. We're gonna put it on Facebook Marketplace, and it's sold. Sorry. Oh, what? Yeah. That's so cool. Congratulations. Thank you. I was actually gonna ask you if you put it up. Um, so that's great. So we sold the bed, and we've put like a carpet down, and there's all of our exercise stuff is there, yoga mat, and we've kind of cleared the study area so that's a bit more nice for Lawrence to work at home, and. Um, that's like one we've created one less barrier to entry to to move every day yeah like if i have to set my yoga mat up in the lounge move the coffee table move everything around find find a place it's like it's such a small thing but one small thing can deter you from doing the next step and like now we've created a space where there's just one less and this morning okay Lawrence did go and put my mat down and put the light on it was so nice (laughs) the heater on Um, but this morning I went and did yoga and it was great it was so easy because I just went into the room everything was ready 
I mean, there's space. You don't have to move shit around and fucking worry about whatever. Already set you set you up to be lucky. Yeah, set mm-hmm. you up to to become like Robin Dev and become shredded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. think that'll ever happen. <laughs> I have two weird examples for this whole conversation, but I don't know what else I left. I have left in me. No, you can. So. One I'm going to tell one more story and then I'm also kind of done. Okay. Are you going first? Oh, should I? Yeah. It's the, the, long, the longish story. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Okay, cool. So, um, this is kind of a, a, a more like th- ethereal version of taking steps in your life. Um, and I do think it is relevant to a lot of people out there that struggle with like anxiety and mental health and I guess grounding yourself in yourself and on earth in a way that is constructive and healthy and yeah enables you to interact with people in a more positive way and like strive towards your goals with more vehement fucking zella what a beautiful word baby and um yeah I guess I spent I spent my whole life I guess wondering not even wondering I get I think wondering like not knowing who I was and not like like I know sort of who I am inside like I felt comfortable with myself and I never felt insecure with who I was but I I didn't feel confident in that like how that expresses into the world and what sort of space I take up and how, like, what is my purpose in the energy that comes out into the world and how my, like, what do I give to relationships and what's, you know, what's my goal in, like, business and how, what do I want from my life, you know? And that manifested in so many ways. Like, obviously, when I was younger, I used to, I was very sad at school, shame, and antisocial, <laughs> and emo, fuck, and in university, oh, I used to dye my hair like pink and black and draw fucking skeletons all over everything, um, and it's because I, I felt like I didn't fit in anyway, so I was trying to create a new space for myself, or like, finding people that also didn't fit in anyway was helpful, you know, so you hang out with all the alternative indie emo folk, because mm. you're, you're all confused, and you're all like, <laughs> don't know who you are in this weird world. And I mean, I think that in itself is, it's a poor reflection on society because there should be space for every kind of person, but we have created, or the world has kind of created this expectation of everyone to be quite cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, things are changing, but it's not, it's on a much, it's on a small scale. You know, you get these little fringes of people that are out there doing the things, saying things, taking ownership of a space and like standing up for something, but it's not a lot. So anyway. So I didn't really know how to do that and what to do, but I knew it was better than where I am today. Like I have this kind of connection to a version of myself that is like really giving and really supportive to people and really patient, (laughs) which I'm very far away from. And like has control over her emotions, which at the moment I really struggle with. And Lawrence sees the brunt of it most of the time because I, I do get anxious and then my emotions get the better of me and sometimes I lash out or I get 
overwhelmed with almost like a manic sadness where it just I don't know what to do and it's, it's not uh, even even in this journey to sort of finding myself which I think I sort of have and I'll get on that now but even through that it's it's not like it goes away it's also a journey and that in itself you have to just continue taking steps towards a more balanced and like healthy lifestyle that promotes a positive mental state because fuck it it, like a, if you look at half the people on earth we are not okay mentally mm. everyone's on something or coping with something or miserable because there's an oppressive world that we live in anyway so I like in the search for myself would take steps towards that like do, starting yoga I and even the fact that we have a little Buddha in the house <laughs> like I don't really know a lot about Buddhism at all but I relate and resonate to the principles and starting yoga was like a way to just pursue this version of myself that does know everything about yoga and Buddhism and like the pranas and the whatever it's like I want that and not there but the first step that I can take is just to do yoga on YouTube like cool one step closer and I'm still a long way away from this mature like person that I <laughs> one, one day that calls herself Alexi <laughs> full name full name ownership of myself mm. I'm a little bit away from there but I had a shroom trip the other week when Lawrence had a terrible 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 time I had quite a good time and for the first time in my life I could see myself and it sounds really stupid and I can't even describe it because I can't tell you like it wasn't a tangible like I could just see this expression and there were like colors and I had like I, I was a being I was a person I was me but I don't really know what I was wearing or what I like how, what my hair looked like I can't really remember but there was this like confident comfortable positive like good force of a person and and I think seeing that and like these small steps that I've taken towards trying to figure that out you know like I, I don't think I ever would have been here if, if I hadn't cut out meat five years ago and like gone off all my meds you know I was on anti-anxiety meds and I just stopped them all the one day because even then in fact fuck eight years ago now even then I, I was like I don't, I don't want this I don't want this that I have now like I don't want to be an anxious person that's on medication that's miserable and drinks every weekend I don't want that but I didn't know how to get out of it but the first step was like okay I can stop taking these anti-anxiety meds and someone told me to meditate and I did and that was the best thing that I ever could have done because that was the catalyst for this whole new life that I find myself in and like that is I'm so grateful that I got to experience that in this lifetime mm because I spent a long time looking for it and I'm sure a lot of other people did or have and have, haven't found it yet and it's a beautiful thing to to be so sure that you know you know like you're gonna do good and that pushes, pushes you to, to continue because it is it's the shared experience on this planet and this life that we need to we're responsible to make other people's journeys good because you know what if we are able, we should do it. Mm. We we got to give back 
And if no one else is gonna do it, it's shit. It makes you feel like a bit of a tit and you don't wanna fucking do it anymore because it's hard and you're like, well, why must I do it? <laughs> like, we do have to fucking do it. Someone has to do it. Someone has to do it. And the more you share and the more you say like, I'm doing this and I'm gonna be better and I'm gonna take action. And whether that small action for you is like to go meat free on Monday or to start yoga or to start painting because you wanna become an artist or to tell your mom you love her, whatever, I don't know what the thing is, what you want to build or what you want to get out of this, but like, do it. Yeah, I think I'm done now. What I mean, I could carry on, but I should, I think I should stop. <laughs> I think I should stop. <laughs> Cutting you I'm off I'm a bit now. of a rambler. No, okay. this was perfect. This was actually very well structured. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, to kind of close this out, I have actually two examples of this exact concept of things don't happen over time, which is one is good and one is bad. So the one is love, which is good, and I'll tell you about it now. And the one is bad, which is plaque on your teeth. Okay. So yeah, this is one example that your career used in one of his um, I think a, a little e- email he wrote and the, and the title was accretion. And if you think about when plaque was on your teeth, which day was it there? <laughs> like it wasn't all of a sudden, boom, you have plaque on your teeth. It like happened over time with bad habits of not brushing your teeth correctly or mm. not flossing or whatever. And then one day you're like, oh shit, I have a problem now. And that's like one bad example of how you can also use how you probably subconsciously use these bad habits to get to where you are now which is not where you want to be and the same thing is applied to the good example love like what day did you love me like what day did you decide you love me the day i met you (laughs) no you can't do that (laughs) so this is a talk from simon sinek i think it was on iq or something it was a weird like an interview talk thing and where he said, love doesn't happen on a certain day in a specific time. It's small actions that you do every single day with the person. And over time, you fall in love with them and you get to love them. And you have to continue loving them every single day. It doesn't, it doesn't you don't get there and then it's over. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's beautiful. Good kind of closing to the small steps. And yeah. Building. I like that. Okay. Well, I think that was um, quite an excellent finish. I don't think we need to say anything else. Thank you for joining in. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Lexi and Lawrence. (laughs) Just Lawrence. (laughs) No. Coming to you from under the Bogomilla. I forgot the (laughs) clip. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs)